All right. Good morning, y'all. Welcome to my podcast, A Musician's Perspective, where we talk about life from, as you guessed it, a musician's perspective. On today's podcast, we talk about recording rappers. Now, I'm going to try something. Recently, I feel like my um, my podcasts haven't been as unscripted as I wanted them to be. Um, I feel like I've been writing out a lot of scripts. So what we're going to do is I'm going to quickly get my list of things. Instead of like reading off the script, I'm just going to give you a list of the things that I, I think are important and then just ramble on those. But before we begin, a little bit of an update. Um, I am high-key struggling with this whole editing thing. Shout out to videographers, y'all are insane. I can deal with audio, I, video is a whole nother fucking beast. But I am struggling with lining things up and like frame rates and I don't know what's happening. I have a friend who thinks that I'm recording in 29.96 and then exporting it in 30 FPS, that is. Um, I checked my settings, That's it says it's recording in 30 FPS, but we'll see. Uh, I just, this is actually the second take of this podcast because I tried a different method where I record directly into the camera and I forgot that headphone output is not the same as line output, so that sounded like ass when I checked back. So we're re-recording this, all right. Anyways, how do you record a rapper? Number one, know your beat. Number two, use a pop filter. Number three, have a good signal to noise ratio. Number four, um, punch in the rapper during mistakes. Number five, focus on songwriting, not production. Okay, we'll start with the first one. Uh, What was the first one? Have the beat. So what I mean by this is that when you have a beat ready, you know your beat. You know what you know which sections are where you know where your hook should go so whether or not you're using someone else's beat or your own you should be very wary of where things fall so like timing wise where things fall like um emotion wise so if you know a certain section is going to be melancholy versus another section is going to be really happy that's important let your rapper know even though he or she may be able to determine that by themselves you want to be. You want to make sure you you guys are on the same page. Have a lot of open communication. Um, be able to like relay your ideas versus the rapper's ideas and combine that to create art. I mean, that's your end goal or entertainment. You know, be on the same page is all I'm saying. Um, next one, use a pop filter. Dear God, if you don't have a pop filter, you're gonna hear this the whole time. And it's going to be the most annoying, aggravating thing on this planet. Those sounds are called plosives. Um, it's like a little blast of air. Um, and when you don't use that shit, it gets super annoying and no one wants to listen to that. Um, it also helps separate the mic from the vocalist. A lot of rappers want to get really, really close and rap like this, which doesn't sound good. For the most part, that's not what you want as far as rapping goes um, and sound and quality. So be, having that pop filter creates a little barrier that you can give to the rapper. So even if they're all the way up against the pop filter, they're still a couple inches away from the mic, which is good. Um, next, signal to noise ratio. This is about balancing how loud a rapper is versus how loud the background noise is. 
So you want good signal. You want a lot of signal coming in, but you also don't want it to clip. So what I found works is shooting for right around negative 18 decibels of like volume. Um, that's like on your level meters. That's a good middle ground between the two. That kind of ensures that your wrapper is not constantly clipping and that your wrapper is not being drowned out by the background noise, you know, like of air conditioners and laundry and stuff like that. Um, but one of the things is you also have to be like, like wary of how loud the wrapper is going to be. So for example, I was recording my friend Tyler the other day and he was on this podcast, I think two days ago. I don't know, but he likes to scream a lot. So have a lot of communication about which part the rapper wants to scream on and which parts the rapper wants to, you know, maybe do a whisper verse or something like that. Um, be wary of the dynamic shifts. Um, this makes it possible that you and the rapper can be on the same page as far as your gain level. So like, how are you putting out the structure of um, where the beat lies? So for example, if it's a really soft section and he wants to juxtapose it with like screaming vocals, cool, awesome. But be really wary of that. Um, what else do I have on here? Uh, punching in. Punching in is a super useful technique for recording in general. Uh, wherever there's a mistake, slide out that mistake, cut it out, and throw it away, and put a put another track, arm it, and you can just record underneath it. Cut that, cut the sections that you don't want out, and then throw it back into the original. So the only issue with this is that you really want to make sure that your tonality stays the same. I I used to. Like I used to, I was listening to some of my old songs that I put out a couple years ago and I could tell that I was punching in, but I wasn't punching in correctly because I didn't match the dynamics or match the, so there would be like sudden shifts in tone and timbre and stuff like that, which is like, you don't want that. That's not good. You want one cohesive verse, um, unless you're doing it for a reason outside of making a mistake. But most of the time you don't want that juxtaposition. And lastly, and most importantly, don't mix while you're uh, while you're sitting here recording a rapper. Unless your rapper asks for like, I'd like a touch of reverb on you know my track or whatever. That's cool, but your job is to make sure good music is being captured. You're not worried about the production side right now. Worry about the production stuff when you mix and master. All you want is a good recording and a good quality performance. Those are your two things. So do your best to make a good performance because that's going to be the number one factor. Um, get a good performance out of your rapper because if you can't do that, then you fail. Then you're not a good producer, to be honest, um, because your end goal should is not the same goal as um, an audio file. Your end goal is to make as good music as you can. Now, if that means if adding a little bit of EQ to your rapper's voice means that he'll be able to give a better performance, great. But for the most part, don't mix while you're recording. Your job is to make sure that a good song, your focus is to make sure a good song is being put out. I see a lot of people, they're worried about like adding compression. Don't do that until you know you can get a good performance. You can always add that in the box later, you know, or 
um, if you if you use hardware, you can always reamp it. I know that's the thing for guitars. I don't know if uh, you can. It, well, I've done it with other techniques or with other instruments, but you can like put it through. We'll talk about that some other time. But there's ways to do that afterwards. Is all I'm saying. You don't have to print everything. All right. So that was like a mildly unscripted version, but I still feel like that was pretty scripted. So I want y'all's opinions. Ask me questions. Ask you know. Ask me what you guys want to hear. Do you guys want to hear me ramble for hours? Because I can do that. I mean, I feel like it's more fun doing that with another person. We got a couple guests coming up, but it's probably going to be a while because scheduling and all that. So I'm probably going to have to put out a couple more solo episodes before we get another guest in. But the thing is, like, I feel as if if you want to watch rambling you probably want to watch that with someone else like with more than just me is what i'm saying but um if i write things that are super scripted that kind of like changes where i originally had like the original intentions i had for this podcast plus you know it's obviously more comfortable to do something scripted because i'm not a super fast thinker i have to like put my thoughts on paper before i I can really get things going. But regardless, um, I'm just going to ramble for a little bit. See how it goes. And then you let me know. Do you like the rambling? If you hate it, let me know. That's cool. You, you know, Don't leave a dislike. Comment. Because I want to know. Please. No one's commented on any of these videos so far. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's... Let's talk about what I've been doing recently. I've been preparing for a musical that I'm going to be in soon. Rehearsals start next Monday. I'm kind of stressed out about that because all of our songs have to be memorized. But I'm pretty sure I'm only in like five songs, so that shouldn't be too hard. I have I've had to like do crazier shit than that before. I'm just worried because it's my first musical more than anything. And I know a rap producer doing a musical weird as fuck. But I'm I'm actually a voice major at Tech, so whatever. But you know, music tech major, voice as my instrument, whatever, doesn't matter. I'm also working on this project called Quarterback, um, which is a project based around virtual reality football playing. It's a, it's currently being developed as a training tool, and I am working on the audio side of that. I am making like crowd noises. I'm creating like stimulants for the, um, for the person who's playing the game. This way, they can feel the pressure of what it's like to actually be in a game in a situation like that that's fun i'm that's like a whole different world than what uh most audio engineers do because most audio engineers use dos this is much more uh coding type deal so it's like i code using um graphic codes uh like pd and max um but that's a whole different world um like I first got introduced to that stuff when I joined uh, Laptop Orchestra here because I thought it was going to be more like DAW based but it's not it's all like graphic coding it's like I think the way I understand it it's like coding except you get to use little boxes instead of using if then statements and for loops and whatnot but it's really fun and I encourage anyone who's into music to get into that because that's the future you can design a lot of cool instruments in that shit. Um, and 
pretty easy to pick up if you understand how music works or like music production works. So if you've already been producing for a while, I'd recommend just like having that skill to be able to code using a language for music because these 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 things are all designed for music anyways. Um, it's just like a different aspect of music that a lot of people don't deal with. Um, you know what? I've always wanted to tell a camera this. Here are my career at prospects. Here's what I really want in life. More than anything else, uh, as you know, career-wise. Like, I, this is what I want my life to be. I want to live in Hatteras Island, Outer Banks, in North Carolina. And I want to chill there and have one room, like, a room this size, I'd be totally fine with. All I want, though, is that room to have one big-ass window and the light shines directly into it during the sunrise over the water. And then that's what I wake up to every day. And then all, all I do all, all day is make music. That simple. I want to be able to, you know, be supported by Patreon or some other shit, you know. Not have to worry about playing gigs or, you know, doing anything like that. Because, you know, I love doing that, but that's not my end goal. I just want to make music. I want to have... I would take this room exactly as it is and move it to Hatteras Island. But, you know, money. So One day, that's the dream. Alright, that's the musician's perspective. Have a good day, y'all.